Hey everybody, Cinemaholics, Cinema Friends. It is time for what we are now calling Last Call. Last Call is a is a wonderful, it's a wonderful little slice of Cinemaholic programming. It's when we just take a minute and we just talk about one or two things that are on our mind. We're just sort of, we're gonna let the conversation flow a little bit. And we did this a couple of weeks ago with Falco Experiment, worked out pretty well. This week, we're doing it with Star Wars The Last Jedi because, as you guys know, this was the 40th celebration. So, let me introduce my cinemaholic friends from the dial-up dungeon. It's Maverick Hines. It's Broadband Basement. Not anymore. And then, all the way from Internet, Pennsylvania, you know him because you love him, Will Ashton. Hey, how we doing? We're doing okay, fellas. So, did it, did you guys catch... I mean, obviously, there was the big teaser... That was pretty good. I, I, mm-hmm. mean, I enjoyed Yeah, I feel like everybody watched it already. We'll talk about that. Did you guys watch any of the other panels? Nope. Not one. Okay, you guys are killing me. I spent all weekend. <laughs> Will, you literally had to do um, the news beat with me too this weekend. Yeah. What did you even write about? Not much. <laughs> uh, sounds about right. Uh, so much stuff happened. So did anything catch y'all's attention or am I just going to throw in some well i mean the trailer caught my attention yeah that part the thing i've seen let's talk about that for now all right so star wars the last jedi the teaser obviously it revealed a lot of stuff i mean do you guys want to go through this like frame by frame what are we doing here Uh, we're just talking man that's all it is we're just chilling this is last call i feel like i'm being attacked a little bit well you are Okay. I just want to hear what Will has to say. I, I feel well. I feel like you're the one who has something to say, man. No, it's Will. I want to hear what he's chomping at the bit. I can feel it. <laughs> Will. Yeah. Tell me what you thought of this teaser. I know how much I you thought, like getting teased. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was a really good teaser. I mean, I'm kind of at this point where I'm burnt out a little bit by Star Wars. I mean, I think just the fact that we've gotten like three in the past three years is just wearing me out. <laughs> And so I went in this trailer kind of, not pessimistic, but a little cynical. I was just like, okay, what are we going to get that we haven't seen? And I don't know. I'm just really digging what we saw so far. I mean, it does look a lot of the same. I mean, we don't have like a ton of new stuff. We just kind of saw some brief slices of footage. But I mean, what I'm seeing, I'm really liking. I love the cinematography in this. Mm. I really like, I can see like, especially in that one slow-mo shot. I'm like, that is pure Ryan Johnson right there. And I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I'm just happy right now. So (laughs) yeah, I I know what you're saying. I feel like uh, for me, Star Wars has had diminishing returns since Force Awakens. I didn't, I wasn't quite enchanted with Rogue One, but uh, I am sufficiently hyped for the new movie. I mean, okay. So it starts off right with like, most of what we see is like Ray and Luke training. And I think the big thing on everyone's mind is that, Oh, the last Jedi is uh, basically saying that Luke wants the Jedi to end. Okay, do do we really feel like that? Like, what does that really mean to you guys? Hmm. hmm. Uh, I mean, he. Okay, so did he train uh, Kylo Ren? Yeah, yeah, and then Kylo okay. Ren like betrays him. Yeah, yeah. Well, there so was I'm something guessing... they talked about in the panel that Kylo Ren and uh, Snoke don't consider themselves Sith. Yeah, so I'm guessing that uh, Luke is kind of like, look, I burnt the first pancake. I don't want to do a bad job again. So 
this is my last shot and if you if I screw you up then I I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. Is it that though or is it like is do you think he's like saying the Jedi themselves like they shouldn't be a thing anymore like the entire Well order. no. I mean I figured that but I mean I think he's kind of like the last standing true Jedi so I think he's kind of putting a lot of responsibility on his own shoulders so that's what I'm suggesting. Mm-hmm. I agree with Will. Of course you do. Yeah, I do. I always <laughs> agree with him. Blindly. I don't even know what he said. I wasn't even in the room. <laughs> Gibberish. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, Mav, you liked Force Awakens, right? You liked Rogue One. We already talked about this. Liked them all. Yeah. So, what what is it about this teaser? Do you think this feels different than Force Awakens? Um. Well, I mean... I wouldn't say that Star Wars' like, claim to fame has always been that every movie is different. So it Hasn't it, though? Like, Isn't the whole point of Star Wars that, like, okay, this planet is going to be different, and they all have a different tone, right? Like, mm. New Hope is, like, the big adventure. Empire Strikes Back is the dark, you know... You know. Now I'm feeling attacked? Yeah. And, <laughs> no, um. I mean, I, I would just say... I, I don't think I necessarily felt like it was a big different thing, but I was excited by it. I was. I think you're just hung up on the fact that Ray's wearing the same clothes that she was. You know what? Inside. You yeah. caught me. That's it. That's, That's the only thing I, I saw. That I didn't even watch the rest of it. Yeah. I, well, they do show her in like different robes and stuff in the uh, in the actual like last Jedi panel, but mm-hmm. but no, I mean, I think uh, I think it's gonna look. I agree with what the cinematography looks really good. Um, I. I don't really know where I stand on this whole, like, is Luke trying to say that the Jedi should be over? It's like, I, I haven't really, I don't think I've formed an opinion on that yet. I don't really know. Um, I'm excited to see what they do with it because they didn't give a lot away in this. And I appreciate that. Well, it's a teaser. Yeah. And, and I, the trailer will definitely give some stuff away. For sure. This isn't a JJ Abrams movie. That's kind of his thing to like withhold a lot of info. Mm-hmm. I'm a little scared that the the first official trailer is going to tell us too much because we did find out through the panels this weekend that we are going to learn about Ray's backstory. We're going to yeah. figure out, okay, who is she and all okay. that. I think that they are sort of like parroting Empire Strikes Back in that way. Gotcha. So, because they even have like the Dagobah stuff, sort of. Speaking of which, uh, the planet that we see early on is Octu, I think is, is how it's pronounced. And that's like Luke's island that we see. And uh, they actually filmed it. It's uh, Skellig Michael, which made me think of that. That it's basically like uh, The Witcher. I don't know if you, you played The Witcher, right? Oh, I love that game. Yeah, yeah, Skellige, the Yeah, that whole right. Um, so the the first part of the teaser, Luke is just saying, you know, just breathe. That's his thing, and um, he says, now just reach out. What do you see? And then we see like Ray, like using the Force and everything. Mm-hmm. So a popular fan theory. Ray is going to become evil at some point. Do you guys believe? That just seems so simple. Like, I don't know. I mean, obviously that's a possibility, but I feel like that's like the predictable option is that she turns evil. So I don't know. Well, yeah, because it could be like the Darth Cadus uh, from the expanded universe. Well, yeah, yeah. But I mean, isn't that kind of what happened to to Kylo too? Though I, I feel like that would be kind of. I don't know, lazy for that to happen. Right. Well, the theory is that Kylo is going to come back to the light side and he's going and like, it's going to be switched basically. Okay. So like, okay. So Ray's going to be like the bad person and Kylo's going to be fighting for good. Yeah. I mean, there are theories out there that the reason she was abandoned in Jakku was because her force powers or whatever are so strong and they were scared of her or whatever. 
I don't really know if that holds any weight. I, there are just so many theories, and we don't really learn anything in Force Awakens, really. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like wild guessing. Do you guys um, think that she's related to anyone? I mean, it would seem... I don't know. Like, I feel like it's they're definitely setting up the possibility of her being uh, Luke's daughter. But I mean, I'd give them more respect if they didn't do they if they didn't go that route. But I feel like that's kind of a given at this point. The the theory that I heard after Force Awakens that I really thought was interesting, and I don't have a lot of like I think backbone to it, was that Ray might be a distant relative to Obi Wan. Oh yeah, that's pretty popular. Well, Josh Gad asked her that. Uh, he in the celebration panel, he was like, "So is your last name Skywalker?" She's she laughed. And he's like Kenobi, and she was like, "Oh, that's a popular one." Um, yeah. Well, so, I mean, I, I think yeah. it makes sense. That, I mean, I can see that one happening, and I think it's like Will said with with her possibly being Luke's daughter. Like that would be kind of a cop out. I feel like this would be less of that. It would be a more creative way to explain her backstory, but I mean, there's like you said, there's so much we don't know. It's all just kind of wild guests. I would like for her to be Obi Wan's distant relative. I think that's cool because I like Obi Wan. What if she? What if it was just like Ray Binks? (laughs) (laughs) That would be the best. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I hesitate to say she's related to anyone. I think immediately after Force Awakens, I was really feeling the like Luke Skywalker stuff because of the way her like little dream sequence plays out mm-hmm. in the movie. Because to me, it just seems really strange that she has a connection to that lightsaber. And I, I get the whole thing like Kenobi, and I don't know. There's something about it just doesn't make sense to me. And I hope they, I hope they just sort of, I, I I hope they surprise us. I hope it's not anything we've guessed. Right. Some people are like, "Oh, she's the reincarnation of Anakin," which makes no sense because he dies what? Like, way before she's born. And yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of weird. Like she's like the Avatar, basically. That sick. don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah, can yeah. she bend all four elements, John? <laughs> um, so back to the teaser. Uh, we also see General Organa. Um, obviously, a very emotional part of celebration this weekend was celebrating and tributing Carrie Fisher. We see her in the teaser as well, and she they're in some sort of new base. Uh, we don't get much out of that, except that it's a new Resistance base. Um, we hear a voiceover, and Ray is talking to Luke again. Like most of this teaser is their conversation. Mm-hmm. And she says, um, light, and then we see... Uh, what do we see? We see something pertaining to the light side, and then we see darkness, and then we see kylo ren's like helmet smashed right yeah and to me the thing i was thinking was like he's he's in his training right now maybe that has something to do with snoke or he's getting mad and throwing another tantrum i don't know yeah all right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was waiting for resistance but you know all right for my next order dun 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 (laughs) um you want resistance we hear stuff in the background, too. So we hear Obi-Wan Kenobi say, seduced by the dark side. So clear reference to uh, when he was explaining to Luke. And I think that that has the intention of like setting, like reminding us of, you know, how the light side and the dark side works. Yeah. Like they're always sort of like be- nipping at each other. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> from there, Ray's voiceover keeps going. And uh, so we see a bookshelf with uh, books... Um, in the light and then she says a balance 
So and then we hear Yoda's voice in the background, which I found kind of interesting because you don't usually associate Yoda with like the middle ground between light and dark side. Mm-hmm. I think of like, oh, Yoda's like pure awesome. But it suggests mm-hmm. something interesting to me that kind of adds to the mythos of Star Wars that maybe Yoda was like a little bit more neutral on, when he, by the time Dagobah happened. Like maybe he reflected and was like thinking on how the Clone Wars happened and how the Jedi failed. Mm-hmm. And maybe that sort of pushed him to the balancing of the Force maybe. I like it. Yeah, your eyes tell me yes. Yeah, everything about me is saying yes to that. <laughs> I feel like I pay way closer attention to trailers than I probably should. Yeah, I didn't even notice Yoda's voice, TBH. So. Oh, yeah. It's like, it's it's deep in the background. You're deep in the background. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we see, and we also see when she says a balance, the, uh, there's a symbol yeah, it's of the, the lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on like some sort of, uh, it's on one of the books. Yeah. And I was trying to think, so that symbol has shown up in Star Wars lore all over the place. And I'm wondering, okay, what it... I don't know. I'm not entirely sure what that's supposed to mean. What is that, that symbol? Now that I'm thinking about it, it's a lightsaber. But here, here's the part where it gets interesting for me because then we go to that big like vista shot, mm-hmm. and it's my favorite part of the teaser when she's like training with a lightsaber, and you see it from a distance, and Luke is like behind her. Mm-hmm. And the best part is when Luke whispers, "It's so much bigger." So that's kind of why I'm thinking. Maybe it's not about light, dark, or balance. Maybe there's something bigger. Like they're suggesting there's more to the Star Wars universe than lightsabers, good, bad, evil. You know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, if if we're gonna go with the principle that Yoda was more neutral, you know, balance is a big key. Then that that could definitely be like mm-hmm. a theme of this. Is that there's more? Because I mean, all the Star Wars leading up to now, all of them have been like there's there's light and there's dark and that's it. Yeah, yeah. So if this is the movie that's maybe starting to like bridge that gap of like. What happens in this middle ground? What happens? Yeah, that, they've that, set that they've set that up through Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. They've set that up through Donnie Yen's character in Rogue One. You know, the I am one with the Force has really caught on, but he's not light side. He's not dark side. Yeah, he just like is. Yeah. So I think that could be maybe that's like a new theme we're going to see in these next few movies of this kind of ambiguous balance between just being one with the Force and not really worrying about what side of the Force you're on. Um, and that could play more into this the story of Kylo Ren switching or or Ray switching because I think those could be good ways to kind of tell that story of like it's not it's not as black and white as it's it's been made out to seem so far. Luke, you're you're one with the Force. Um, what what is your take on that? As someone who you know, you just called him Luke, right? Did I call Will Luke? Yeah. See, that's how oh really. Oh, you're talking about to me? Yeah, yeah. he was calling. He was oh, talking okay. to you, but he said, "Luke, you're one with the force, right?" <laughs> I thought he was quoting something. So yeah, so did I. I. Well, I I think you're Luke. I think. I, that okay. Happened. Nice try. All right. Congrats. Anyway, you want to try that again? You, you want to answer that question? <laughs> hey, Will, you're one with the force. Yes. There you go. Sure. Uh, so I'm one with the force. Yeah, yeah. I just want to know your thoughts because <laughs> you're being quiet and I don't know what that. Oh, means. Oh yeah. No, I mean, like, I don't really have any, like, I mean, at this point, it's all speculative. Like, we can't say anything for sure. And I haven't really watched, like, the Clone Wars, the show, or anything. So I can't really dwell into that. But, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I mean, at this point, it is Ryan Johnson who doesn't really, I mean, if we're looking at, like, Looper, per se, which kind of dwells into that middle ground of, like, one, like, kind of looking at their own self and trying to figure out that balance i mean it could definitely delve into like that middle ground i mean that's definitely not out of the question but 
I'm just not sure if like someone like Disney is going to push that or if we're just going to get something that's a little more kind of, uh, I don't know, like generic almost. But this trailer, if it's going as dark as it is, I mean, we're definitely probably going to get something more Empire-ish than, I don't know, uh, Force Awakens. So I'm excited no matter what. Well, you raise a good point, though, because Disney has like raised their expectations with a trailer before. And sort yep. of suggested like reaching beyond, like being a little morally ambiguous, only f- to like change course. With Rogue One, I think of how the first teasers for that, like they made us think that Jin Erso was going to like question her stance with the rebellion. Remember that? Like, you know, yeah. who are you going to become? That whole thing. And they just completely cut that from the movie, or they just completely invented it for the trailer. So I am a little worried that this is like a red herring. Yeah. But I hope that's. I mean, nice. Like one of the most iconic shots in the first, or uh, I mean, just in the promotional materials for Rogue One in general, was that one shot where like the room lights up, and like they like when they asked him about that, I was like, oh yeah, we just did that like on offhand, like we just thought that looked cool, and then they decided not to put that in the movie. So I don't know. I mean, there is that option that we're like, I don't know, like is it possible like half the stuff we see in this trailer is not going to be in the movie? I mean. I guess well, I think it depends on the director, right? That's a Gareth Edwards thing. So, like, because I remember, like, the Godzilla trailer was almost nothing like the actual movie. Maybe really, though? A common it's... denominator. Well, it made it seem that Brian Cranston was going to be the main character of that film. Remember? I don't know. I don't agree with that. But I mean, I don't know. I, I I can see what you mean by that. Like the whole they were emphasizing the helicopter aspect of it, and like the second trailer more than that played in the actual movie. But I get what you mean. Yeah, I, I think there's just like. You know, directors do have a big say in how movies get marketed. Not as big as they probably want, but you know. Um, okay, so moving on, though. Uh, we see, uh, after that point, with the balance and stuff, all the forest stuff, we see a bunch of fighters, and we don't know what, we don't know what they're called yet. Uh, they're, they're new, like, I think they're resistance fighters. They're mm-hmm. on that uh, planet Crate, is the name of it, C-R-A-I-T. And I, I think this is a really good shot where you see one of them like stumbling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then in the distance, you see what are probably called, uh, I think they're called First Order Walkers instead of Imperial Walkers. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they're, they're, all of them are like dragging something across the ground, which is like creating the red smoke stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, really cool shot. And here's what we learned about it. So Rian Johnson actually said in the panels this weekend, uh, Crate is way out there. It's very remote. It's uncharted. It's a mineral planet, and so there are mines on it. So apparently it's so remote that there's a mining operation on it. <laughs> and then he also says that uh, what you see there, they're called salt plains, and they're covered in like red minerals. So that's why we're seeing that. And this planet uh, has an old rebel base that was abandoned some time ago. He doesn't explain, though, why people are there. So <laughs> there's an abandoned rebel base... And apparently there's going to be some battle there. We don't know why. But he does say it's going to play a key role in the movie. And yeah. I mean, I just find the shot very interesting because like we see this one ship and it looks like it's going to crash almost like it's like bobbing yeah. on the ground. And then we see it with a bunch of other ones that look exactly like it. And it's like almost in perfect formation. So I'm guessing it's a little more metaphoric for someone. I don't know who's driving that ship. but I'm guessing that's kind of a metaphoric idea. But yeah, for the people who were like, man, I really hope that this movie doesn't feel too much like Empire Strikes Back. This teaser does you no favors because that really makes me think of the Hoth stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and the uh, the whole thing with like the training reminds me of Dagobah. So I'm getting a little bit worried, to be totally honest. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's fair to worry. All right, so next we see Finn, uh, who kind of who were, he he was under some shaky circumstances last we saw him. We don't know how much time has passed since the since Force Awakens. I think they pick it up like right after. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So like Finn is in some sort of pod. Apparently, he's still healing from what happened on Starkiller Base. Uh, he obviously got messed up pretty big. But uh, something we learned from the panels is that he is going to be hanging out mostly with this new character named Kelly Marie Trans, uh, or sorry, the character is named Rose, played by Kelly Marie Tran. And so she is kind of like the Finn in the last movie. She's like, an, she calls herself an unlikely hero of Last Jedi. So she's kind of like an every, you know, an every woman who gets like swept up in some conflict. And she and Finn are going to be hanging out with each other a lot in this uh in this movie which is pretty exciting she she did you guys get a chance to see what she looks like in uh her little get up her spacer uniform it's cool um definitely worth checking out nice i'm looking up right now yeah we don't see her in this teaser though uh what we do see is poe dameron and bb8 uh they make their little comeback bb8 got a lot of time and and on the panels they talked a lot about him they called him the uh, buster keaton of uh these movies and uh, he's apparently going to be adding the com- comedic relief again, as we hoped. And we see him and Poe running through a hallway. Uh, you know, things are kind of falling apart. They're in some sort of ship that's under attack, clearly. And then we see them going toward uh, Poe's X-Wing, and then it gets caught up in an explosion. So something crazy is happening. We actually see, I think, I think this is alluding to a space battle we see later in the teaser. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to look at Kelly Marie Tran? Yeah. 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 The get-up's cool. Looks serious. She look. She looks like a good foil. Um, I, you know, we needed another character because we lost, you know, so many in the last one. But it's cool. They're, they're still adding new characters, and I guess uh, she's almost like the new Lando. Um, that was another thing they confirmed that Lando Calrissian is not going to be in this. Oh no! Yeah, no Billy D. Well, I mean, Lando's already going to be in the Han Solo thing, so I don't know if that's going to be like conflict of interest for them. But I guess if Han was in. The Force Awakens, then there's no real excuse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so then we see some Millennium Falcon action. A, a TIE fighter gets blown up. Um, there's a couple of fights going on. So we don't know, though, who is on the ship. Did Ray Is Ray on the ship with Chewbacca? Did Chewbacca leave and like drop Ray off? We don't really know any of that stuff. But I don't know what... It's kind of weird, because like, Chewbacca just kind of chilling the Falcon by himself seems a little... I don't know. He's kind of striking me as like the new R2-D2, right? Because like in Dagobah, Luke crashes and R2-D2 is his companion as he's like getting into this planet Mm -hmm. and meets Yoda and all that. So I don't know what they're going to do with Chewbacca here. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's tough. I don't want to keep saying that, but there's so much to speculate about it. It's hard to really say, but I don't know. Chewbacca. I would like to see Chewbacca as like the cool companion. I think that'd be really cool. Can you do the noise? No. (laughs) 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 <laughs> that wasn't even close to a Chewbacca noise. That was just a guy going, oh. All right, so we do see that uh, apparently Ray is, uh, she's running with her lightsaber turned on. We don't know if it's training or if she's about to fight someone. But the teaser definitely wants us to think that she's going to have another confrontation with Kylo because we see him again. And I love this shot where he is like twisting the hilt of mm-hmm. his saber and you see the scar going down his right eye very uh, anakin skywalker-esque yes uh, which is pretty great doesn't have his helmet obviously he's got a new lightsaber and uh i think that's a new lightsaber do you guys remember what happened to his old one 
I'll take it. Well, one, uh, didn't I mean they had that big fight, and then I remember she took the lightsaber, but I, well, not his light, but she took a lightsaber, but yeah. I guess it got destroyed in that fight. So yeah, I wasn't sure. Yeah, if she destroyed it. If he managed to keep it with him, either way, he has a lightsaber. That's all that matters. Well, I mean, I don't even know how he survived because like that planet destroyed. So I mean, is this oh, possible? Got, it just he got saved. Yeah, but I mean, it's possible it just was really on that planet. So I don't know. A lot, a lot of things got destroyed on that planet. So, <laughs> very true. Um, okay, so next we see, uh, well, we hear Luke in the voiceover again. So the conversation between him and Ray resumes, and he says, "I only know one truth." And then we see him in a shot with R two D two, looking over some burning ruins. And the interesting thing about this is, it it reminds me of uh, that flashback we got in Force Awakens, where he touches R two D two with his robot mm-hmm. hand. Um, so this seems to be like the same sort of th- like thing. So we're getting more insight into what that scene was. It's okay. like the same lighting and everything. Yeah. Was that shot even in The Force Awakens? It was. Yeah, it was quick, though. I think it was. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was during the flashback in that movie, too. Okay. That I- makes only sense seen, too. I've only seen I've seen Force Awakens three times. I think I only saw it the once. I really want to watch. Yeah, it. I've only it. seen it one time. So, so, yeah, let's watch it tonight. Tonight. Uh, okay. So then we go to another scene with a bunch of fire, and uh, it contains Captain Phasma and some First Order Stormtroopers. Uh, we don't know where they're at, uh, but this definitely isn't the same scene where Luke and R2-D2 were. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it looks like they've blown up some sort of hangar or base. I'm not sure what this is supposed to be in reference to. There are definitely all kinds of things we could guess. But the, the point is that Captain Phasma is alive, and I'm really excited. I think that her and Poe's roles in last jedi were are only because like the fans demand it because they were so limited in the last movie you know mm-hmm. and i think that people did really love captain phasma and poe and were a little bit like is that it like you know well i mean that brings up an interesting question do you think after internet demand that poe and uh finn are going to get together i don't know i don't know i i don't i could see them doing it but after beauty and the beast i i don't think disney is actually like well, all okay. Gung ho about. So okay. So what do you mean by that per se? Like you just don't. Well, you, they made you such think a they're... big. Well, they made a big fuss over LeFou okay. and Beauty and the Beast being a gay right. character, and then they just sort of did it in the most limited way possible. So right. for their biggest franchise, I don't know if they are brave enough. Unfortunately. Yeah, maybe and, I don't know. And we can already see, you know, the seeds of like. They clearly meant for him to be into Ray in the last movie. Maybe he develops a relationship with uh, this new character. I, it definitely would be out of left field, except for the fact that, I mean, everybody saw the, the, the chemistry between Finn and Poe in the last movie. Yeah. I hope they do it. Poe and Finn kind of remind me of JD and Turk, in a way. <gasps> like, like they have this very uh, bro-centric, like, uh gay romance but if they don't get together it kind of makes sense it's but at the same time yeah exactly yeah, compromise. yeah they should just sing that song in the next one i watched that episode today mm. so really? <laughs> yeah scrubs is the best he's been binging it because netflix is taking it off yeah oh really it's not what this is about will yeah. <laughs> it should be on. what this is about <laughs> all right so uh the next scene is a huge space battle uh we see x-wings a-wings big star cruisers uh, we see evidence of TIE fighters because there are some green lasers. Um, I have no life. And then, yeah, we, so we get like a couple angles of this battle. 
and it looks pretty interesting. We didn't really have like a big epic space battle in the last one. We had a lot of ground assaults, which mm-hmm. were really cool because we didn't get a lot of those in the original trilogy, really. Yeah. Like, we didn't get any at that scale. So, But it looks like they're going back to the space thing for this one, and that's great because that, to me, is not an Empire Strikes Back uh, scene necessarily like they have like when they're getting chased like through the asteroids and stuff but they don't have you know they don't have like a big thing with lots of cruisers we haven't seen a battle like that since revenge of the sith yeah and i'm really like a mission for one i think it'd be great from the little snippet we saw of whatever that might be it looks like it's going to be awesome yeah i have a feeling this is uh involving the scene where poe uh is trying to get to his x-wing and it doesn't work out yeah yeah i'm really looking forward to it all right well, uh, so then we get to the last part of the teaser. Luke's voiceover finishes out, and he says, so this is echoing the I only know one truth. It's time for the Jedi to end. And uh, it's kind of a... It, this shot like really got to me, like where you see him like leaning against the cave. You see like his vulnerability. Clearly not the man he... You know, the strong, young, healthy Jedi he once was. And it's just so belabored at this point. And I think it really fits with like the title of the movie they're not hiding from it you know the red font i think they're really trying to set up this idea that the jedi are in dire straits and maybe it's going to stay that way yeah i mean i also found it kind of i don't know i haven't checked any confirmation on this but i was wondering if just by the shape of that crack in the cave if anyone thought that was almost illuminati-esque and someone was like it, like some weird conspiracy guy was like that's luke trying to get ray into the illuminati or whatever but <laughs> that's just that's just me thinking like what kind of conspiracy theory could this trailer provoke sure um yeah and i mean the theories have been all over the place but as we've kind of alluded all we can really do is blindly speculate let's talk more about i mean what do you guys want based on what you've seen in this teaser but even more so like what do you guys just want from a star wars movie at this point i think that'll be a good way to close this out yeah uh i I don't really bucket list for this break dancing yeah dance battle for sure no i'm just like like i don't know if there's anything specific plot wise that i'm like oh i want this to happen but i think i would just like to see like a fresh take kind of a a new way i know i'm being vague and i don't really know how to not be vague in this but i just like i would like to see them take this the star wars thing and kind of break away from you know taping into this nostalgic vibe that I feel like the mm-hmm. force awakens kind of was doing was trying to like, Hey, we're star Wars. Remember? And I would like to see them kind of be just like, no, like th- this is still star Wars, but we're, we're, we're our own thing now. Um, mm-hmm. and I'd like to see them just kind of break out and really establish themselves as this new series of movies that are happening instead of trying so desperately to remind us of all the funny things we liked from the original six. Um, so that, that's all I'm really hoping for is that we see something distinguished original like we see a new storyline we see all these cool things and then they can do it well yeah i mean this is kind of the one that makes or breaks this new trilogy i mean it's very possible they could just be recreating the empire strikes back with this one and i think having ray or sorry not ray ryan johnson involved for this one will probably make it a little different than just like uh empire strikes back copy but i'm also worried that like with the last movie we didn't really have a definitive ending for that one it just kind of like all right we're done for this time and i'm worried this one's just gonna be a really middle chapter where we don't have a lot of growth we're just gonna see like ray just have training and it's like all right time for your next thing and then it ends so i'm hoping there is like an actual arc and there's like real character progression this time and so but i mean above all else i think Mav really just nailed it. I think it needs to be its own thing. It just needs to 
form its own identity and just kind of get on and do its own thing. Yeah. Hmm. Sure. And I think that they are sort of wanting us to think that it's going to be like that. And kind of, as I pointed out, like there are scenes that just feel very empire strikes back, which on the one hand, you can't really blame them, right? It's the best star Wars movie, according to most people. And it's tough because they've set it up. Like the first movie has a big victory, right? So naturally the next movie needs to have like a darker tone to set up for the third movie, right? It's a three act structure. You know, you can't, this movie can't be too dissimilar to empire strikes back. But when it comes to like the plot, I think is all people really want. It's like, okay, make it darker. Things go bad, but let's just not have, please let's like, let's avoid stuff that happened in the first in empire strikes back and rip it off. My thing is, Look, one of the things that worked about Rogue One was that they introduced some new stuff. They mm-hmm. introduced uh, that entire third act where you have the rebels struggling, and then you finish it not with a lightsaber battle, but with a lightsaber slaughter. You know, if they can introduce a new element to that, I think it'll be really interesting. Does that mean that Kylo and Rey have to have another face-off? Maybe, but like, could it be more interesting than that? Could it be Rey versus Luke? You know, could it be Kylo versus Luke? And Kylo, you know, maybe something happens to Luke. I don't know. But something something is telling me that, that there's just room for more. There's room for, like, maybe it's not just, like, two people having a big lightsaber battle while there's a space battle going on. Maybe it's, like, all of this stuff converging. Um, maybe it's, you know, leading into... So we feel like the third movie is going to be an adventure film instead of something that has to tie up all these loose ends. You know what I'm saying? Like... Mm-hmm. I feel like that the big story that they want to tell hasn't even been defined yet, really. Right. Like, all we really know is that Rey has the Force, the First Order is around, and the Republic is in trouble. But it's not as clear, it's not as simple as I think the original trilogy was. That's kind of something I miss. Like, it was so obvious. Like, yeah, the Rebellion needs to beat the Empire. Yeah. Done. That's how you explain mm-hmm. the plot. Yeah. And this one, what do you even say? Well, I don't think, I don't think the, the Force Awakens was a movie meant to establish a new plot. I think it was more so just saying, like I said before, like, Hey, we're, we're here. Like yeah. we're doing this again. So maybe that's what we're going to see in this one is like, this is going to be the movie that kind of establishes this new plot. Maybe, maybe. And then uh, that's tough though, because you really want to do development, you know, toward your climax. I mean, I, I get that. Act. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence because I think I could easily see what Mav is saying in that. Hey, like the first movie was kind of like, Hey, Remember Star Wars? Let's kind of give Star Wars for your kids' generation. And they could, like, well, that worked really well the first time. Let's do it again. But I feel at the same time, I, I, I think they're going to go for more like, hey, we did all the nostalgia stuff you want. Let's just do something different. You're settled in the Star Wars. Let's just take it in its own direction. But at the same time, it could be Into Darkness again, like Star Trek Into Darkness, where it's like, hey, Wrath of Khan was really cool. Let's just do that again, where this one would be like, hey, Empire Strikes Back was the greatest one, so let's just try to mimic that. But at the same time, I think Ryan Johnson is smarter than that. And I mean, I'm not trying to discredit J.J. Abrams. I think he's a really good filmmaker, too. But I feel like he kind of goes into that nostalgia path more than Ryan Johnson, who usually does his own thing. So I think that's what's making me optimistic right now. Well, I think it should be fair to say that the studio has a lot of power over these movies. And I'm not so convinced that the director's visions are being played out in a way that you know, I, I feel like they, they are sort of being micromanaged, for better or worse. 
And I, I actually, I subscribe to E.C. Henry's um, theory, the way that he looks at The Force Awakens. It's a really good video on YouTube. Um, his thing, his his video basically says that Force Awakens actually doesn't rip off New Hope. It takes the first act of New Hope, the second half of Empire Strikes Back, and the third act of Return of the Jedi and puts them together. He calls it like a creative remix because if you look at the movie that way, it actually feels like, okay, they're using Force Awakens to get all of the nostalgia, all of the like, hey, we're Star Wars, done in one movie. And that way they don't have to do Empire Strikes Back for the next one. They can open it up and have something totally different and original because they got the familiar, like it's like a way to sidestep like the expectation that this one's New Hope, this one's Empire Strikes Back, this one's Return. So I like that theory a lot, and I don't think this teaser does really well to support it, unfortunately. But I, I do see like even with the ending of Force Awakens, it feels like we finished the big celebration, you know, the victory stuff, and we've moved right into something totally different. I mean, the way that movie ends with like the swirling around the mountain. Mm-hmm. It feels different, and so that's been my hope that that's what all of Last Jedi is going to be, is that it's going to be moving on from what I think Force Awakens. That movie had a job to do. It did it pretty well, and I, I, I'm holding out hope that this movie isn't going to be Empire Strikes Back. It's going to be new territory that maybe borrows some themes here and there because it's still Star Wars, and they all have to rhyme or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah. Sort of like poetry. Yeah. <laughs> George uh, Binks, he's the key. Yeah, he's the key to all of this. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I think ultimately we just need to see another trailer at this point to back that up or not. I mean, we just we're just basing off this one, and I mean, yeah. Well, we we covered a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I, other than all of this, uh, I highly recommend if you guys have time, you can listen to the 40th anniversary panel on YouTube. It's really cool. It's like an hour long. They brought in people from the prequels, like Ian McDermott and uh, Hayden Christensen uh, were there for a little while, and they talked about... It was really cool, because like, they talked about the prequels, and there was just sort of this, like... I don't know, like the audience was like really graceful with them, and it was really interesting to see how the prequel hate has sort of changed, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit. I mean, it, it's still there, but uh, it's really cool. It's about an hour long, totally worth your time. We learned a bunch of other stuff. I mean... Uh, uh, like I said before, Billy D. Williams is not going to be in Last Jedi. Um, uh, this is kind of an obvious thing, but they did confirm Carrie Fisher is not going to be in Episode Nine, so they have written her character out. Uh, they filmed all of her scenes for Last Jedi already before yeah. her tragic death, and so doesn't we don't really know what's going to happen with uh, with Episode Nine. Well, but you know, I mean, it's interesting you bring that up because I think this wasn't confirmed officially, but I think there was kind of the suggestion that like. Force Awakens was going to be Harrison Ford's movie, and then uh, Last Jedi was going to be Mark Hamill's movie, and then the last or the episode nine was going to be Carrie Fisher's movie because they they did say that she was going to have a really big part in episode yeah. nine. So now they have to rescrap it. There was a suggestion that they were going to try to digitally recreate her, kind of have that original idea for what they ever whatever they were going to do with episode nine. But it it just seems a really poor taste to do that. Like yeah, yeah. She, Sure, like Furious 7 got away with that, but that was more like they were in a really tough position where the actor filmed only half the movie. And could, like it just. Yeah, I could see them just, doing that for like a limited scene, but not an entire movie. I mean, but they did that already with Rogue One. Yeah. So I just don't see a good situation where they do that. 
Well, I, I was one of the few people, I think, who I, I thought they did a pretty good job with her recreation in that movie, in Rogue One. Like, I didn't... When, when I watched that, I didn't feel like it was as, as fake-looking as uh, Tarkin. Well, yeah, I was, I was going to say, I think it's mostly because she wasn't talking in that scene. Yeah. It was just her face. It was was, first, with Tarkin, it just looked like the chef from Ratatouille. <laughs> so, I don't know. All right. Uh, so, other stuff coming Sorry, up? not the... Sh- not the chef, the critic. I apologize. That's who I figured you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, a couple other things. Star Wars Rebels is ending in season four, which is the next season. And they're going to really tie it in with Rogue One. So, for fans of the show, that's definitely uh, kind of bittersweet. But it's not the end of Star Wars animation. They're going to be doing more stuff. Like, uh, I think Dave Filoni is going to be working on a new project we have forces of destiny which is like a bunch of like animated short stories featuring a lot of star wars uh heroes coming out um this fall so they have other stuff in the mix um we don't really know what it's going to be yet and then finally we have star wars battlefront 2 which one of the things i'm most excited about is them finally getting this game done right did either of you guys play battlefront i the played it a nope. little bit yeah but I was unimpressed. Super terrible. I mean, just... You can't have a Battlefront game without a good campaign. Yeah, without... It, well, not even just, like, quick play that has, like, good modes to it. The gameplay was terrible. I mean, it, it looked really cool, but it was all style, no substance. But they're turning that around, I think, for this new one. I hope. I mean, the trailer is really promising. But we saw our first glimpse. That there's going to be a big single-player campaign this time. It's going to be a lot like the Battlefront 2 in 2006, mm-hmm. which is great. That's an awesome campaign. Um, so looking forward to that a lot. It's going to be focused primarily on the aftermath, actually, of Return of the Jedi. So it's gonna, you're going to be following these soldiers who sort of pick up the pieces after the Empire is defeated, but you're playing from the perspective of the Empire, which awesome. is really cool. So you're going to be like... Um, like an Imperial commando unit. Uh, there's even going to be a tie in novel called battlefront Inferno squad, which is the name of this like group. So it looks really cool and I'm looking forward to it. And it's going to be doing a lot of work to sort of like, they're saying it's going to bridge the gap between return of the Jedi and the force awakens. So awesome. And of course it's going to have, uh, a lot of like multiplayer modes that are going to cover. They're saying it's going to cross all eras, but it seems to me like that's not going to be like, you know, we're not going to get like all of the battles. I, I think it's going to be a smaller game than that. I think it's going to be like a greatest hits sort of thing, which is fine too. They showed like a shot of Darth Maul about to fight Yoda, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, and uh, that's about it. We we didn't learn a bunch of stuff. Weirdly enough, we didn't learn anything about the new Han Solo film. They only focused on Last Jedi in terms of like what's coming out next. We didn't learn anything about like any of the other spinoff films, uh, Boba, Boba Fett, Yoda. If that stuff's even happening at this point, not even, like nothing about the Obi Wan Kenobi stuff. And uh, so yeah, we're just gonna have to wait until next year probably. But uh, what the last thing we are gonna be getting? There are plans for an unaltered original trilogy on Blu-ray. Well, I'll see it. I believe it when I see it. <laughs> I know, right? Um, that that would be really cool, right? Because oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it is hard to watch the Blu-rays, and you know, especially New Hope, because they really do. They really overdo it in that one, where you're trying to watch, and there's just like CGI stuff like crowding your field of vision. It's it's horrible. John, but, are you suggesting you're not a fan of Jedi Rocks? <laughs> I'm really, I'm really impressed that you knew that. Um, I, there's a really cool video too where they show like the differences, like the biggest differences between the movies 
Um, I forget the name of the YouTuber who did that. It's really cool. And you see like how different it is and it's, it's crazy how much they changed for it. But anyway, I mean that one scene I was just talking about that cost $2 million to recreate. <laughs> I'm not joking. That's a, that's a uh, real fact. I'm not surprised at all. And that's not even George Lucas's movie. Like he just like, I mean, he didn't, I know it's his star Wars is his thing, but he didn't direct it. So like the yeah. director was dead and he was just like, yeah, I'm just going to recreate this scene. Why not? $2 million in the bucket. <laughs> That's like, you know, 20 bucks to me. Sure. All right. Well, I think that'll about do it for this last call. Um, good Star Wars discussion. I feel like uh, I feel like we're, we're nowhere. You know, we didn't really advance the plot here. We have no idea what's going to happen next, but I feel like I got we're to know. We're confused with you. Yeah. I got <laughs> to know where you guys are at, at least, with uh, Last Jedi. Fingers crossed. It's going to be a while. 245 days. 242 two days maybe something like that oh wow 200 200 over 200 days okay yeah i'm gonna fact check you right now (laughs) take a look if you want well thanks for hanging out with us for an all-new last call 253 days john Uh, wrong uh let us know so let us know if you have any ideas for last call things you want us to talk about let us know email us cinemaholicspodcast at gmail.com and as always hang out with us itunes facebook listen to our main episode cinemaholics episode 10 which is all about the fate of the furious, which you can listen to on all the normal podcast channels, including YouTube. We got this covered.com. And please leave us reviews on those respective things. We want to know what you guys think. Yeah. Comment, review us. And for those of Tell you who the world. have reviewed us and rated us, thank you so much. And yeah. letting us know what you like and hate. Yeah. Just let us know how much you like Will more than John and I, because we all, oh. we know it. Like it's not a oh. secret, but don't be afraid to we leave don't need that. You to remind us, but we also do like we want you to just, we already know. So don't, don't feel like you're going to hurt John's feelings by saying it as impossible. Yeah. So like, just let us know, tell the world how much Will is the heart of this show. And that's, Aww. that's what I'm going to finish it on. Oh, That'll do it for us this week on Cinemaholics. See you guys next week from Internet, California. I am John Gurney. I'm Will. And I am Maverick from the Dial-Up Dungeon. Yeah, no one knows where Will is. Yeah, Will moved. We don't know where he's at. Oh, yeah. I am Enigma. I am a man (laughs) of multiple planes and time. Slash the upside down. See you next time. Bye. See you. Great Scott.